This is the Antarctic ship out in Hawaii reporting in. Why are we in Hawaii? Are you calling our podcast a shipwreck? Oh. Did I say that it was a shipwreck? It came in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to episode six of the Burnout Brighter podcast. We are now officially a month and a half in on this, Mm. which feeling pretty good, I gotta say. I do too. Darren, that's you. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. He didn't just say that. He did just say it. <laughs> yep. I'm going to ask again. I feel like I could take a bullet. Whoa. Wow. Wow. For really? the podcast? Already? For the podcast. What That's... did we do already that pissed people off that much that they want to bullet us? We talked about... Bullet us? Defending <laughs> bullet. Nazis. They don't even put them in guns. They just throw the bullets at you. <laughs> hey, Darren. <laughs> well, I took it. I took it hard. You did. And, uh, and, took, and it took it well. Took it took a real good, like a real nice boy. Yeah. Like a real nice yeah. grown bearded boy. Let's introduce me now. Hi, Destiny. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay. Okay. Alright. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel like she said that already, Darren. Why would you ask her after she just said she was good? I don't know. I feel like I got the idea from somewhere. <laughs> this <is a> fucking <laughs> stupid idea. <laughs> All right, Darren, if you had to uh, sh- shuck corn, mm-hmm. okay. barehanded, mm-hmm. naked, mm-hmm. surrounded by pigs. Okay, so far you're just describing a Saturday. Okay, would you want to Really? What ha- <laughs> you do on Saturday? Oh, shit. He gets in less trouble for it here in Korea than oh, he did back home. <laughs> would you rather do that okay. on a sweltering summer day, Okay. all day? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather um, ice fish mm-hmm. with your penis? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You make these so for, easy for, for me. For one minute. No. Mm-hmm. Frostbite on your dick. Hmm. It's just a minute. Hmm. Where Where is this ice fishing? Uh, let's say northern Canada. How do you say it's just a minute? Like, hmm. you've done it before and you know listen, a minute doesn't listen, bother you. It's just you. a minute. <laughs> I've been told by many girls that a minute has a lot of time. No. <laughs> Lying to you. How, how okay? How how long how long am I shocking the corn? Let's say uh, a workday, nine hours. Butt naked, buck naked. You're actually in this. About no, but this? think about it. no destiny. Okay. You have I to don't have a penis, have to, so have, I don't understand. No, but not even that. You also have to understand that he's doing this naked. Yeah. We burn like this. Yeah, it's a bad burn. He didn't say you couldn't put on sunscreen. He also I'm didn't say you couldn't have an umbrella. He just said the day was hot. Okay. I said he was naked. He could be hot. Butt naked. naked. People get naked at the beach all the time. I'm going to choose the shucking corn, because I'm pretty sure your dick will my, fall my off. penis will, will die. You would do that, you mother shucker. <laughs> Did you say that, Jesse, you could pull out that pun? I got here eventually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Destiny. Make mine easy, because that was easy. Was that one easy? Yeah. Damn Who it. wants to lose their dick? I don't know. Not me. People. No. Only Some. people who don't want to okay. be men anymore. Destiny. Um, if it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. If you had to have one very large ear <laughs> and one very small one, okay, or uh-huh. would you rather have one hand be abnormally smaller than the other? But let's just say that one hand is regular size and one is like a tiny baby hand. Okay, that's or a hard one, question. Or one that's, ear that is very large uh-huh. and like I mean like like equal to the size of your head. That's okay because I could just wear my hair over it. Oh! But, like, I mean, like, this thing takes up just as much room as your head. 
Okay, but like, it's, that's what it's I mean. still like, like but that's but that's like it. then you're gonna look like you have like a. Lump. My ears don't poke out like yours. But what if they did? But what if they did? You know, you can't add shit afterwards. Well, they said it was a big ear. Yeah. So yeah, it's but it's not like the ears well, don't go but, like but this. But if it's, like also, if it's also a large ear, it wouldn't just like sit flush. Okay, but you head. don't have like black hair, so you don't understand. It a fro will cover everything up. That's true. But what about the bottom half? <laughs> a fro doesn't just go up here. Like why? What do you mean why? <laughs> 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 Stupid question. I'm picking the ear. Who wants to have a tiny fucking baby hand? Yeah, and every time you try to touch somebody, you'd be like, ew, that was your baby well, hand. Actually, when I was in elementary school, stop it. I knew a man. No, you didn't. I did. There was act. No, I was actually there was a, a a boy in our class who had a tiny little hand. It was a it was a developmental thing. He actually in had grade like, five. No, before when I was in like. Like first and second grade, there's well, a guy. I, feel bad. I will not be named. But yeah, his hand didn't grow properly. Well, now I feel bad because Good. there's actually. <laughs> no. I, why, why, why should I feel bad? It wasn't me who asked the question. <laughs> I, I don't feel bad. Tiny this baby was just, hand. Wasn't so that a scream in that horror Dead, movie? It was also in Deadpool. He had a tiny baby hand. Yeah, and yeah, hand yeah that was weird. But yeah. it happened in that knockoff of Scream first where he oh. was like let me let me just touch the mashed potatoes and oh, oh scary, movie. scary movie too scary movie too yeah that was funny uh, that was not funny. Scream okay. okay who's got one for me I got one for you oh crap um dead prostitute if you were going to if you needed to wash your shoes how would you do that what that's his question how would I wash my shoes yeah, if you if your shoes smell really bad and you need to wash them, how how would you do that? Your shoes smell really bad and you need to know how to wash them, don't you? I I theoretically speaking, for this very hypothetical situation, for a friend, I would get some Febreze-like substance and put that in the shoe to help kill smell, and then I would get wet naps and clean the outside of the shoe. That doesn't kill. No, that, no, that yeah, doesn't work. I need I need I mean my friend needs some some deeper cleaning. Okay. Have then, you washed a shoe before? Then, then I would take it to a shoe washer. Is that a thing? That is a thing because I have taken my shoes to get cleaned before. Really? And I would take Did it to Did you wear the... them without socks? I Did your friend wear them without socks? My friend uh, wore them without How? socks and they stepped in a massive puddle and, and soaked the shoes through completely submerged in water mm. and tried to let so the air dry so for four days and for some reason well there's a lot of my friend's shoes there. didn't didn't dry after right. four days. they just they smell very moldy so what yeah. you could do is take some dish soap and put them all over the shoes and go jump back in the puddle that or there will be a lot of puddles out maybe huh. i could just i mean maybe my friend what kind of shoes are they sneakers you can just wash those on gentle cycle in the fucking washing machine oh okay yeah. good to know I'll tell my friend. Yeah. Tell your friend. Thank, thank you for Tell your friend, Darren. Thank you for answering that question for me. <laughs> tell your friend, Nerod, <laughs> that to wash shoes, there are a couple of different ways to do it. Good. The leading experts say dish soap and jump in puddles. What, what about just laundry soap? What about just why Googling it? No, it why, has... why not just Google it? Well, you know, sometimes you so, just think of questions and you want them answered. Terrible question. But I got You're my answers. You're not allowed to answer. You're not allowed to ask any more questions. You're not allowed to answer any more questions. <laughs> or ask any. I was looking for something dirty and disgusting. Well, it my was shoes, dirty and disgusting, yeah. but you know, well, yeah, I meant like in a different kind of yeah. way. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I mean, if you're still here, uh, after eight minutes... No, um, they left. They left because he started talking about fucking laundry. <laughs> Out of all of the stupid questions I've asked, I think that one <laughs> may take the cake. Yeah. And I've asked some pretty dumb questions. <laughs> one of which involved an ear the size of a head. Yeah. Which I would cover up with a nice sized afro. <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome back to the Burnout Brighter Podcast, uh, episode six. We're off to a fantastic start. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and any of those good things. Please share the podcast, tell everyone about it, like it, subscribe to it, share it, review it, help us get the word out. We would very, very much appreciate it. We really believe in what we're doing here. And uh, if you skip the first nine minutes of the podcast, I understand. Don't. Um, don't, but I get it. <laughs> Um, what we're going to start off with this week, before we jump into games that matter, is actually we're just going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing. So, Destiny, what has been what has been you been playing? What have you been doing? What have okay, you been doing? I'm like so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. So, I've been playing. Well, I have played. I played the KFC dating simulator. Dang. Okay. I just want to say it is a very short play, but it's. Funny, and I think that's what it was meant to be. Right. And I think it's hilarious that KFC actually made it. Right. And they tell you at the end, no, KFC actually made this game. Really. <laughs> it's just still so funny for me that it's a visual novel. It's a dating sim. Like, because like it's a lot so of those good. other ones, like I expected like a shitty platformer or something. But for them to actually put in the effort to make a visual novel is fucking hilarious. Was it? Was it fun to play? It was. It was fun to play only because I've played visual novels yeah. before. And it was hilarious. Like, the characters in it are funny. There's, like, stupid shit. It was like they brought the most cliched characters of anime and put them in this game. That's and then you fucking have the hottest of the hot, Colonel Sanders. So, Destiny, <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Did you get that KFD? I got <laughs> I got the KFD. And the man was like, I want you to be my partner in my business. And I want you to be my life wow. partner. And I was like, Colonel, I'm all yours. But does mixing business with pleasure really work that well? I mean, like it does in the game. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. When you know chicken, you know chicken. And and that's, if you've eaten at KFC, you cannot fuck this game. <laughs> you really so like, can't. Is it, is it like really overbearingly KFC chicken? Or like, is it more of like a, the KFC chicken aspect being more of like a funny add-on to some sort of short visual I mean, novel. like, because the main character you're going after is Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Colonel. Colonel. What do I keep calling him Colonel? Well, it's spelled Colonel, but just pronounced Colonel. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to do it phonetically. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> 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 he's like, he's all about opening up. <laughs> it's all about opening up. Best food restaurant that oh. serves the best quality chicken that it can. That, and like, that's what he's opening up. That's yes. uh, Admiral Gold. Other than my thighs. Yeah, got a little 11 spicy there. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyways, and so like the thing is, is that your character also likes home cooking. So spoiler alert. I mean, you get the guy. It's a dating simulator. <laughs> yeah. But um, she also likes home cooking. Oh. So, like, she's making, like, he is always making the chicken, and then she's making all the sides that you know also come at KFC. Like, she oh, was right like, God. I was working on this secret recipe, but I don't know if I should show it to him. And then you have, like, this <laughs> option. It's like, show it to him or keep it a secret. And I was like, nah, bitch, go ahead and show him that. And it's fucking coleslaw. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. She She's going to make all the sides, and it's going to be the perfect pairing to his chicken every time. Is there anybody else to romance? I didn't 
feel like there was anybody else to romance. Like, but who else would you want to romance? No, there really isn't anybody else to romance. Like most of the time in dating simulators, you have at least several other candidates yeah. to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> or at the beginning of the game, it like asks you who you want to go for. Mm. This is basically you are going for the colonel. Like there, are, you can get bad endings where you die. What really? Yeah. Like actual death. Like you just die and it's like game <laughs> over. You gotta start again. That is incredible. What the hell? What do you um, deep like dip your head in the deep fryer or something? No, it's like you might make like a stupid like it's after a, a question it's or like, something. Deep fryer, dip your head in or not? <laughs> yes. Like, it, it'll ask you a question or something, and it's like depending on your answer, you might like get the wrong answer, and they're just like nah nah. Like one, okay. you have to fight this spork monster thing. <laughs> what? And so like. I fought, like, I attacked it twice, and it reminded me, like, the attack was, like, the turn-based attack that you have, like, in old like school RPGs. games, yeah. RPGs, and so it was, like, it kind of warned you, like, I don't know if I have enough energy to attack it again, because I went off and attacked it twice, and right. I was like, maybe I should go on a defense before I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Colonel Sanders comes in and fucking saves the day. Oh, oh my so, God. Did he have a weapon? He did this stupid thing. Like, he did this, I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, a, a fucking, like, battle cry, and it was, like, some 10 spice chicken something something. <laughs> oh, my and God, it was a like, special attack. Yeah. But they all had special attacks. Like, at the end, uh, when they're doing, like, a cooking competition, because it's a cooking school or whatever, right. and they do the cooking competition, like, they're all, pre- like, there's four people, and they're all preparing their things, and then it was, like, and they used catchy names that had to do with their cooking. Yeah. And it was, like, st- st- Really dumb stuff. I can't remember. Is, is, is the writing in the game a case of so bad it's good, or like, is it just actually cringeworthy? Or do you think it's like really self-aware? It's really self-aware. That okay. it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's like oh, like um, we're going to this this class, this course, and it's only three days, and it keeps reminding you that it's only three days. You only have three days to fall in love with. How long? Three days. Oh, okay. To fall in love with the colonel, so you have to, like, colonel, whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it was really fun. So okay, cool. that's a game I played, and then I also um, played this new game on um, Apple, Apple Arcade, Arcade mm-hmm. which was called The Get Out Kids. Mm-hmm. Super cute game. I felt like they could have done more with it. It almost felt like they kind of ran out of time at the end and had to crunch okay. and, like, end it. But it was, like, 24 chapters, which actually, like, confused me because I thought, like, oh, this is going to be deep. This is going to be long. But I had played it for, like, five minutes. It was already at chapter, like, six. <laughs> so <I was laughs> so like, what kind oh. of game is it? Um, You're solving puzzles. It's mostly a puzzle-solving game. Okay. Um, the beginning, you have to look for all the pieces that you need. So, like, the beginning starts out with uh, the two main kids, and they want to sneak out to go see a movie. So at the beginning... You're in the room, and it's like you have to grab all these things. So you have the room on the right-hand side, and you can zoom in on the room or spin the room around. It's like on a little, like, a block kind of thing. And then you go in, and you grab, and you can open drawers and get the things you need. But it's really cute. The characters are really funny because it's in 1986. It has kind of, like, that lingo. Oh, and it's like it's really funny. It's cute. There was a part where like you have to sneak past cars to like get to the concession stand to watch a movie and mm. things like that. It's really cute. That sounds like uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it was, it it's fun. It's fun. a it's a quick game, and I hope that uh, they expand on it. How do you feel about Apple Arcade so far? Okay, so like I felt like there were supposed to be a lot. I, I think I was expecting a lot more games, and I feel like there aren't as many as I thought there was going to be. Like that I'm 
personally interested in. Sure, sure. So um, I'm more interested into like RPGs and like story driven, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like just kind of silly games that you would play. Like I call them toilet burners. Yeah, you're just like, like you know, like, 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 you know without like, thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I do want to do some of those, but I'm mostly into things that are more in depth. It kind of makes sense because a lot of what the games that people play on the, the uh, like app store right now are very much like the yes. use of those like toilet burner style things. Just like you play a game, mini game thing for like a couple minutes at a time and then yes. go about your day. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I haven't really dabbled too much with it yet. Like I played some Grindstone, which is like a puzzle game where it's almost like a Bejeweled style thing where you're slashing through similarly colored enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that was fun from what I enjoyed. I've heard more about stuff like Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I haven't gotten a chance to play yet. I downloaded that. Yeah. And stuff like Oceanhorn 2, which is supposed to be kind of like a Legend of Zelda-esque clone. Mm. Um, so it does seem to be kind of like smaller experiences, but I have heard about some great stories there. Mm. Um, so I'm curious to see, like, I know they'll be adding to it monthly. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for like, $5, it's, it's dope. Like yeah. for $5 a month, like the access you get is really good. So, yeah. um, you can try a new game every week. Pretty much. And cool. the other game I just downloaded was The Light. Sky. The Sky. Why did I call it The Light? The Light. There is a game called The Light. But that game's... Okay. Anyway, so the sky <laughs> is absolutely beautiful. It's breathtaking, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Like, please play it. It's so gorgeous. It definitely reminds me of the journey yeah. at Flower, but like it's like they actually put more thought into it, and there's a little bit of a story, even though there's no like mm-hmm. speaking or yeah. anything. Yeah, so Sky comes from that game company, which is the same development studio that did... Flower and Journey. They released it on iOS a little while ago. Did they make anything between Sky and Journey? Not as far as I know. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of been that their next thing, and they've stuck to iOS, and now it's finally coming to Android soon. They nice. finally opened it up for pre registration, meaning it's probably a month or two out. Yeah. Um, but it is like a cooperative thing where you do play with other people online, and I don't really know too much about it, but it looks gorgeous. So, you'll have to tell us a little bit more next week once you yes. stick your teeth in a little more. Darren, how's Celeste? Uh, yeah, because that's pretty much all I've been playing. I actually got the uh, platinum trophy for it yesterday, and um, nice, it's awesome. Uh, I did not legitimately get the platinum trophy. I used assist mode. Okay, but still, but I mean, still, because it's built into the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because here's the thing: I played legitimately the entire game with no assist mode. Sorry, I I played. Um, I'm 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 being a little too loud. It seems. <laughs> um, I played the whole game. Uh, without assist mode. Stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry. Played the whole game without assist mode. Uh, chapters, like every chapter, including the final chapter. Um, not Farewell, the ninth chapter that just came out, but I played everything else before the ninth chapter. Everything, no assist mode. Everything without... So everything not including the DLC. Not including the DLC without assist mode. Uh, by everything being uh, the original chapters and the B-sides. Right. Did not play the C-sides. Mm. Um... And so they're, the B-sides are very hard. They're very hard. There are some um, sections. Uh, this is a precision platformer, so I expect there to be a certain level of difficulty. But there are certain screens in the B-sides that demand like pixel-perfect precision. Uh, to the point that I wish that the game had a breakdown of how many deaths you had per screen, because I would love to see which screens I died the most in, because there are some screens, like my final death total for eight uh, for eight chapters of B-sides is 
about 4,500 deaths. That's I what? died 4,500 times doing just the B-sides. I've heard that they're really grueling. Like, I know, like... Yeah. That they're meant to be, like, a real post-game challenge. But like they are rewarding to finish in the sense that I did feel very accomplished when I finished them. I think the music in the B-sides is amazing. Uh, and a lot of the rooms, 95% of the rooms felt very difficult, but still very fair. Okay. It's just the rooms that demand, like, pixel-perfect precision that I died, like, a million times in uh, that were frustrating. Also, it's frustrating to have rooms that are, like, very long, especially the final level the Summit had a bunch of rooms that demanded you to do a bunch of things back-to-back without dying. So they weren't quick screens. They were right. long screens. Uh, and then you'd go back to the beginning. So there's no checkpoints uh, and there's in, that, in those sections. In that screen. Um and, but that's fine, and also I think you get, uh, without spoiling it, you do get a fun little reward at the end of the B-sides that teaches you something new about the game, that makes you rethink your rooting for all the previous levels, which is really interesting. Um, and the reason I did that is because the final chapter DLC came out, and it requires you to beat all the A-sides and B-sides of every level to unlock the second half. And it was so prohibitively difficult that I gave up. On the on, DLC. On the, on the second half of the DLC. Okay. The first half was very difficult. Very difficult, but I made it through. And then... It was doable. It was doable. But then the second half teaches you some speedrunning tactics that were not originally expected to beat the game, but now they're required. And they work these speedrunning tactics together to make the most challenging rooms the developers have ever made. And it... it like I said, it was so hard, I said... Fuck it. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Done. I don't want to do this. This is too hard. Uh, and it's a shame because they put a piece of story content at the end that actually adds a lot of nice closure for uh, Celeste's character. Okay. Uh, and thankfully they do have the assist mode in it to get you there if you can't get there. So I did get to see it. But at the same time, they make it very clear that assist mode is not the intended way to play the game. And it explicitly says that in the options. And um, if for you know, for someone who doesn't require it because I have a disability or something like that, I am technically of able body and should be able to do it without it. It makes it feel like me, like I'm cheating, and I don't feel like I. It just kind of leaves a little bit of a sore spot. And I have a lot of things to say about Celeste, but I'll end it there. Do you think that it's worth it? Like, uh, like assuming they crank the difficulty down a couple steps, do you think that what you get from the epilogue is worth it? I do. I do. I do think it's worth it. It's just a nice... It's a nice little epilogue. It doesn't... you Like, it doesn't make so it seem like change, change the ending. Yeah. Like, the ending of the main game without the DLC is... DLC is still very satisfying. Right. And you don't need it. But it is something very nice that actually... I'm feeling a little bit negative about the way the base game ended. And okay. the DLC epilogue actually makes me feel better about it. Okay. Well, then, I'm definitely planning on going back to it because uh, I do want to give those B-sides a try, especially after hearing you talk about how grueling they were. Yeah. Um, I want to see if I can do it faster than you. <laughs> so, just four, for I think it's like 4,248 or something yeah, like that. I'm going so, to see if you can beat my death total. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get 6,000 deaths. <laughs> <laughs> beat it the other way yeah exactly so Matt what have you been playing uh, I've been playing a whole bunch actually I finally cleaned up Astral Chain um, I finished it so that's something mm. especially yeah. when it comes with me in Platinum Games I yeah. I usually struggle getting to the ending so did you like it 
Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. The ending left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Okay. Um, I Wait, thought, can you say how so without getting into spoilers? It just ends very abruptly. Okay. Um, I thought that the final boss fight, I think I was expecting more out of it. Okay. Um, in terms of even just like spectacle, which is yeah. what I think Platinum is kind of known yeah, for. Yeah, because like Bayonetta and Nier both had like pretty spectacular final boss Like fights. it was cool, but like I just thought, I just was expecting a little more out of it. Okay. And I felt that just even like the conclusion for the story it just ends kind of abruptly. Now granted, there's another chapter that I didn't do because apparently it's another like 70 some odd missions of a lot of combat trials. Oh. And from what I've read that there that there's no actual story development even when you finish. Really? So it's more of like a post game thing to kind of just do more it's more combat challenges mm-hmm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. But I uh, I really liked it. I mm-hmm. thought the experience was fantastic. I thought the story is fucking <laughs> it's nuts. It's just an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. Um but that's kind of what I expected out of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I really did like it. I thought the combat was great. I felt this was probably the best I felt playing an action game. That's awesome. In terms of me knowing exactly what I want to do, how to do it, and how to pull it off. Right. Um, and actually executing it properly. Um, the two characters feel cool. So I really did enjoy it. For any, for any, If you are an action games fan, or even if you're curious about it, I recommend giving it a try. Um, just because, again, for me, who's not big on action games and not big on Platinum, I really did end up liking it. And like I said, I did finish it. Nice. Which is significant for me. I really want to play that. It's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, and the other game that I've been playing is AI, The Somnium Files. It's pronounced I. Okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Grammar Nazi over here. I? Uh, not that I'm trying to defend Nazis. Um, yeah, I've been playing I, the Somnium Files. I feel like we've talked about them way too much. Yeah, okay. uh, I am really, really enjoying it for mm-hmm. someone who hasn't played any of the Nonary games. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are super funny. The writing is actually really great. Like, it's really snarky. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that the stories branch... And I'm going to get into a little bit, like, part spoilers here. It's nothing actually story-related. Before you do that, can you just quickly tell me, like, very quickly what kind of game it is? Like, what is it? It's a visual novel. Okay. It's a visual novel with, like, escape room elements, essentially. Okay. Where you are trying to solve a murder, and you have to dive into people's subconscious... Mm-hmm. And to try and figure out what's going on in their memories from what they're not telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are multiple routes to the story, and you kind of... The game expects you to play the different routes to understand the full picture. So, like, okay. a slight mechanic that you get introduced to um, maybe about 10 to 12 hours in is you actually... Some routes will actually get locked out from you progressing any further, and you have to go to a different route to gain more information to come back to the route that you were already in. Interesting. So That is actually how the Nonary games work, too. So, it's like, it expects you not to replay... Oh, sorry. That was me cracking another <laughs> cold one. Just in the middle of your discussion there. Oh, shit! Wait, wait, before you... Let me just do mine, too. Alright, we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna interrupt your very interesting uh, description of this game to just... Go off the rails and... Oh, yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, we have a holiday tomorrow. So uh, we're <laughs> not, we're deciding to partake in a little bit of beverages as we record tonight. Um, yeah, so the, the game, again, <laughs> expects you to be able to, th- to do things. And the biggest compliment I can give the game is that the puzzles... So essentially, you get to a puzzle, and it's not like a decision that you make as in, like, do I choose this or I to choose... A or do I choose B? Right. It gives you an option to solve the puzzle differently. So it'll say, like, 
here is this puzzle. Mm-hmm. Are you going to mess with the red shelf or are you going to mess with the green right. shelf? Right, right, right. And that will actually <coughs> significantly split the story. That's so weird. So, like, it's, it's very, very clear where the splits are. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like a confusing thing. Like, oh, where do I have to go back? And the game is really generous in letting you go back to certain spots where the story splits. <laughs> so the, um, the I've actually not minded. <laughs> I don't know why Destiny's laughing here. I don't know why she's <laughs> a little drunk. Keep going, um, keep going. Yeah, so the game, like again, it's very very clear mm-hmm. where you need to do something different mm-hmm. and. Once you do that puzzle again and again, you solve it completely differently. But the story changes wildly. So it's not even like there's something similar, but just something else happens. Like, shit's completely different. That's so interesting. Yeah. So there are, like, there are multiple routes to it. And again, going through one route, and then well, it'll actually stop you at a certain point once you've learned something. Like, oh, shit. And then you go back and you do another route, knowing something new now. Mm-hmm. But you have to complete multiple routes to be able to get through locked pieces of the story. Right. So it's super, super cool. I'm really, really, really liking it. You're playing on PS4? I'm playing on Switch. There's a Switch version? I'm playing on Switch. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I picked it up on Switch because I wanted to have it on the go. Right, right, right. Uh, and I wanted to be able to, like... Visual novels do seem to work better on the go. Yeah, I've always played my visual novels on the Vita, mm-hmm. so having it on the Switch is kind of like a natural extension. Yeah. Um, and the other, the last thing that I want to... Just... <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Again. Distraction. <laughs> Destiny's laughing, and then she, she she cannot stop laughing. And then she pulled off her sweater, and now she's wearing a t-shirt that says, fuck this shit. <laughs> like, she prepared for this moment. She actually wore that at school. <laughs> yeah, did she really? Yeah. Like, she's waiting for this moment, cannot handle this discussion, and is sending a signal through the ether. Sending a I'm done talking about this thing. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit. We're done. No. Um, okay. Good. Yeah, the game's super great. I'm really liking it. And the last one that I want to touch on, um, which actually I'm going to kind of pivot over into games that matter, actually, um, because the last game that I've been playing a little bit of the last couple days is a game called Kind Words and Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write To. What? So, That's a game? This is the name of the game. I just know... Oh, okay. This is the name of the game. That is the I, full name of the game. All right, because I thought for a second there you're you're talking about my playlist that I listened to, to No, study, he talked to. about it last night. No, this is like legit the name of the game. It's called Kind Words and in Brackets okay. and Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write to. It's something along those dope. lines. Are there Lo-Fi Chill Beats? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's my God. It's so good. Yeah. I'm so into this the, game the, sound, the soundtrack is fantastic. But he basically, said he was going to gift it to us. I was waiting for yeah. it. Well, because you said you didn't have the computer with you, so I was like, I want to try it out first. But it looks uh, really good. Yeah, so essentially what it is, is it's it's not really a full-out game as much as it is part almost like social interaction. Yeah. The way the game works is that as soon as you load up the game, you're greeted by a male deer. And it's literally a deer. How do you know it's a male? No, male as in like bringing mail. Oh. oh. Like M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. Like a male carrier. Yes, like a male character, but like it's a deer. Like crossing. Kind of, but it's an actual just regular deer. Right. It's not like an anthropomorphic deer. Oh, so it's not okay. It's a deer. Okay. I can't so not a furry deer. Why no. is this conversation going on? It's a fucking deer. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it's basically. <laughs> Tell me more about this deer. What are its desires? I don't. It wants to. It does a, have desires. It does have desires. It wants to be a good mail carrier. Oh, yes, good. the best, the, the very best that it can be. Yeah. So essentially, what the game is is you 
law, like once you once you're in, you can go through and look at letters that people have written, and it's basically like I think it has something like along the lines of like a six to eight sentence like character limit, something mm-hmm. in that range. Okay. But people essentially just put out problems or things that they're thinking about, and they essentially send it off into the ether. Right. So like. And you'll read these letters, and then you reply to them. Mm-hmm. And it's something as simple as, from what I read, from some, a bunch of the re- ones that I've read over the last couple of days, it's something as simple as, I'm nervous about a test I have tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I feel less nervous? I'm afraid I'm not going to do well. To people just sending words of encouragement, just saying something along the lines of, like, no matter what you're going through, know that there are people out there who care. To something as extreme as talking about suicide or depression or mm-hmm. severe anxiety. And... All you could really do to these people is just reply, right? You just you, you just send them a message back. Again, you still have that same kind of six to eight character, six to eight sentence character limit, mm-hmm. and you essentially just comfort them, or you give them some sort of advice, or you just try and reciprocate some sort of feeling that they're looking to get. Just putting some good energy out there, which it's, is really nice. It's essentially that's all that it is, and the game tells you right at the beginning, like this isn't something for trolling, this isn't something for sarcasm. Like it's a, and you have a report button constantly yeah, yeah. in the left hand side of the screen, where if you come up across something stupid, like you report it right away, and you also have that ability to send out a problem that you've been having, and once you send it out. And the kind of like the like quote unquote gamey part of it is people can reply with stickers, and when people reply with a sticker that you haven't gotten before, mm-hmm. you get that you get that sticker to be able to send to other people. Sorry. Oh so, my god. Sorry. This is a. We're having a typhoon here. So... Yeah, we're in the middle of a typhoon, and uh, that's how much we love you guys. Yeah, they send they send out a warning system. Uh, to everybody's phones, it is something that you can't even... Even if you're in silent mode, you can't turn off. Yeah, I was on silent mode. I'm turning my phone off right now to avoid that from happening. Yeah, again. so sorry, those are on our end. But essentially what the game is, is like you just it's essentially just a way to send out positive energy and to just be there for people who may feel like they don't have somebody to talk to. Therapy is expensive, right? Not a lot of people have yeah. the option to doing that. And this is just, again, like when you sign the letter, all you do is sign... Just literally a, a letter. Like, yeah. whatever whatever handle you put in, it'll just sign it with the first initial of, of your handle. And it's the music is really super chill, and it's like, as you get these stickers, you get things to decorate your room with. So when you get a sticker, you get uh, something similar to it that you decorate your room with. And you just, again, you just send out good energy to people who feel like they need it. Okay, so I watched a playthrough of it, and one of the things for for music lovers is that the deer is saying, um, at the beginning, they kind of tell, she, I'm going to say she, mm-hmm. she kind of tells you that, like, they want to be, like, a mix master or something like oh, that. Oh, really? So they'll send you a song. I don't know if it's every day or ever, ever how often they do, but they'll send you a song, and these songs are actually written by people. Right. And it'll have, like, As opposed uh, to robots. Name. Yeah. No, I just mean it's not like... As opposed to other deer. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to stab him. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, like, obviously, like, it's, like, music yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. finding. Like, if you were to look through SoundCloud and you can find, like, f- you some can music, find that you music. can find them. Yeah. And so it introduces... It's not written for the game. Yeah. So they introduce new music to you, and you can, like, go through a list and, like, pick the songs you like or, like, put them on repeat or... And I thought that was really cool because yeah. the music that I heard at first, I was like, yo, this is the jam. Yeah. Yeah. And you can download the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pay an extra. I think it's only like two ninety nine. Yeah, an extra couple bucks, and you get yeah. the soundtrack. I really want to try this out. I have a question, and maybe this is kind of a counterintuitive question to the point of the game, but does it feel lonely? It doesn't. It, 
it doesn't and the reason why i why i say that is because there is no shortage of letters right and i probably answered something around 30 to 40 letters and there was no stopping them coming and again like and i sent one out there like mm-hmm. i sent out a letter um, just to kind of see how people would respond, and yeah. probably within 15 minutes, I started getting replies. Really? So, because you have the ability to go out there and just say, like, hey, this is something that I'm insecure about, or something that I'm not feeling great about, and again, like, I was playing here last night, probably around 8 o'clock, so for anyone back home, that would probably be around 6 or 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's early. You don't expect somebody to be on their computer playing a game like that that early in the morning. But again, replies started to roll in. And within the span of another 10 to 15 minutes, I got three or four replies. Right. And each one was different than the last. Right. So for me, and the reason why I'm pulling it for a game that's so new to me as a game that matters is because I felt a connection to people that I've never spoken to. And it's even just this solidarity in knowing that the problems that I might be facing or the things that I'm thinking about, it's common even though it seems like it isn't. Because, again, it's things as simple as, like, I feel like I have no friends. It feels like the people I do spend time with don't really care. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's it's things that... We probably all thought about once. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and maybe it's just, like I said, therapy can be really expensive. And I honestly, like, three or four of the letters that I read were just saying that, like, in the few days that I've played this game, it's already helped me feel a little bit better. That's good. And that's so, really important. So it's it's a simple thing, but yeah. it's just it's the basis of human connections. It's just saying, yeah. here's what's wrong. What do you think? Okay. And it's this it's also just this it's almost like a trust fall feeling. Right, right, right. When you send something out there. Right. Because all you can do is hope and believe that people will respond kindly and not negatively not negatively not troll you and not to say that like every response was like things will be okay because some people were like is this a problem that you think you need to work on or is this something that you need to kind of look in to try and solve Mm -hmm. right like it wasn't just sugarcoating issues but it was trying to be constructive and good rather than just beating down people i think I, i have to try it and um i know you probably don't want to talk about this for too much longer but i think this is uh important because Destiny, when I asked if, do you think it's lonely, you jumped on no, but it looked like you had a different answer. I feel like it is lonely because you're this one character in this room by mm-hmm. yourself the whole time. And so, like, you're meant to be talking about your problems. And I feel like I want to play it, but I feel like when I log into that game, my problems will be on the forefront and there's nobody else. So I'm sending these messages out just hoping that somebody's going to respond to me and you're just sitting there hoping mm-hmm. someone's going to respond because my thought also is it 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 ends after you receive like a response to your letter and like maybe you can respond again but like you can't you can't go further you can't make a more meaningful dialogue meaningful dialogue right um you're kind of just like yeah you're sending your message out and you're getting back a response and there's like a little barrier of uh, kind of what's anonymity. The word? Anonymity. Yes, yeah. that's You're kind not of really like talking the... any of those things through. Yeah. No, but I don't think that's the game's intent. No, and right? I and I understand that. And, and I think yeah. I think I think for me, I think it's more along the lines of just because it's it's interesting to hear you say that, right? Because I think it's it's 
kind of meant to pull things out of you. Yeah. And maybe that's why you're sitting alone in a room, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have this deer that's comes to you yeah. quite frequently with little conversations and stuff. You're and supposed then, to feel comfortable. You're supposed to feel safe. It's supposed right. it's supposed to be like a, almost like a an an area for you to just be alone and and think about what might be what might be sitting on your chest, right? Like what's what's yeah. bothering you. And then I don't like again, I think it's more meant to start a conversation rather it be one that's meant to continue, sure. right? Like, sure. And I, and I and sorry, and I, I get that. And, yeah. And I and I am not trying to make it sound like it's failing at what no, no, it's no. trying to do because it sounds like for most people that are playing it, they're getting out of it what the developers want them to get out of it. Right. I think for some people like myself, uh, and that's why I want to play it to see how I feel playing it. But for someone like myself, I feel like that would feel more isolating to me, and see, that would I would pull the. The negative aspect out of that. I'm curious to see how you'll react to it when you play it, because I will send it to you guys. Because yeah. for me, I think that that feeling of loneliness, I think, is something that literally is a is one of the few universal things that everybody feels at some point, and it's mm -hmm. kind of getting to know yourself and dealing with that. That kind of helps you grow, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I first moved abroad. Mm a few years ago, I really, really struggled with this feeling of isolation. Mm -hmm. Because up until that point, I, I lived in a house with four other people. I was really heavily involved in a community before I left home. And I, unless I was sleeping, I was not alone. Mm -hmm. Right. And coming here and having all of that pulled out from under my feet, it was the first time that I felt truly alone. Mm -hmm. And it took me months of being alone to learn how to be alone because <coughs> it's one thing to just be alone it's another thing to be okay being alone mm -hmm. Mm. destiny have you always felt okay being alone or is it something that you also had to learn because like you do you are more of an introverted person you are someone who likes to spend time mm, i think i like to spend time alone because i feel other people exhaust me not because i like to be alone all mm -hmm. the time. Like, right. if I was with people that I enjoyed being with, I mm -hmm. could be around them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not like I prefer my own company kind of thing. It's just that, like, I'd rather not be exhausted all the time by other people. <laughs> right. Sure. Um, but... But do you have a feeling of, like, worry or anxiety when you I, are alone? No. I, the only time that I feel lonely is, like, if I'm sick and I'm by myself. Right. Or sometimes late at night when I'm laying in bed. You know, because mm. then that's when I, all my negative thoughts start coming in, like, forever alone and just <laughs> shit like that. Right. But it's like, I, I do get lonely, but I get lonely when I have time to think about it. Usually when I am alone, I'm busy doing something. Yeah. Like, my mind is occupied. So I only really think about being alone when I'm not able to distract myself right, right. with something else. And I, the reason why I said, like, this game feels lonely is because at the beginning, it's this character by themselves in a room and I guess that it reminds me of me being alone in my tiny studio. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's like and this character is basically doing what I fucking do every day. They yeah. get up, they get on the computer, they're listening to music, they're interacting on the computer and, and your only interaction is from this deer. I guess 
I would like the game more if it did have some sort of AI and randomly maybe you would get a call or something from an in-character game or maybe somebody knocked on the door every once <laughs> in a while. Your in-game dad or your yeah. in-game mom or something like that. I know that like sounds that. silly. Yeah. It sounds silly, but like there's nobody, like somebody check, check, in on it, check in on you. I would feel less lonely. I just feel like this is a representation of my life and that's that's why I want to play it. Right. Because it feels like this is me. And like when I watched it, the first fucking thing that that guy got was a cat sticker and then a cat and it's just me and my cat you know so <laughs> i related to the game so much and by not even playing it though you by know not even like, playing it i just watched it, it. Yeah, yeah. so i don't know how like i want to get it i don't know how often i'll play it because i think it'll, it'll probably de- depress me sometimes yeah i have a mm-hmm. feeling this i'll react to it the same way yeah i'm curious to see how you guys do because i think i think for me like the ultimate intent of the game is to just allow people an avenue for some sort of positive connection. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's not everyone feels like they can talk to everyone in their life or it feels like they have someone to talk to. And again, the intent of this game, I think, from just, you know, spending time, a little bit of time with it, is to just give people a space to scream out into the ether and let people catch you when you do so. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how it'll how the community will kind of continue to grow. The game is very new. And again, from the 40 to 50 letters that I've been through and from the, you know, I don't know, 8 to 10 responses that I've gotten, not one has been negative, not one has been a troll, not one has been meant to kind of dredge up any negativity. I love the fact that they let you report that kind of shit because yeah, I was good. worried about that at the beginning. Like, how are they going to control people from coming right. on and making mm-hmm. you feel like shit? What's 4chan going to do to this game? Yeah. yeah. How are they going to wreck it? And I, that's what I'm curious about, like... I'm curious to see how this game will kind of continue to live and breathe. Um, we'll talk about it again next week once you guys get a bit of time to actually sit down with it mm-hmm. um, because I think it is something special and I think at the very least it gives people an opportunity to connect and even if that bit of connection sparks something like going to therapy, like trying to get out more, like trying to connect with people that maybe you feel like you don't have like a reason to. Like I had one letter that was just saying like, I want to get closer to these people who are nice to me, but I feel like they're too attractive and too cool for me to hang out with. Mm. And again, it's just, it's a really simple thing, but you know, like sometimes just a little word of encouragement can help you. Exactly. I feel like maybe I would do it if I just wanted to hear something positive. Yeah. But it, I think if you try to look for something too yeah. deep, if you're lonely, it sounds it, like it, it's the wrong game to play. It's the wrong game to play. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what you guys feel about it. Once you actually spend a bit of time with it. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to hop over to the news. We're going to be talking about three different top, uh, two different topics this week because one of them we talked about. What we are we going to hop into? Words. The news. news. Yeah, not not much news this week, so it'll be pretty quick. Not much news this week at all. Uh, we're going to talk about two different things. Uh, the first of which, The Last of Us Two doesn't have any multiplayer. This is coming from Matt Kim over at IGN. Matt writes, So while Naughty Dog chose not to include multiplayer in The Last of Us Part Two because the single-player campaign is far and away the most ambitious project Naughty Dog has ever undertaken, a multiplayer experience in The Last of Us universe is still on its way as as a potential standalone project or something else entirely. Um, Last of Us 2 is a game I'm incredibly excited about. Darren, how do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about it not having any multiplayer? 
Uh, I feel great. Okay, why do you say that? <laughs> well, I never really played The Last of Us uh, multiplayer. I do know that a lot of people really liked it, and I know it's supposed to be very good. And I don't want to discount the multiplayer, because I do truly know how many people liked it and how big of a following it has. But as someone who couldn't give less of a shit <laughs> about multiplayer, um, I am personally, in my opinion, very happy because... They are not, like, if they're focusing exclusively on single player, then that means that that single player is going to just be that much better. Yeah, I think it really speaks to it. Um, Destiny, what I want your opinion on is I didn't want to talk so much about the game actually not having multiplayer because I think that's fine. And again, they've said, like, for someone who did play a lot of factions in the original Last of Us, where the multiplayer was, yes, you were online fighting against other people, but you were kind of doing it for the benefit of your, your community, yeah. right? You had people that in your town, quote-unquote, that depended on you to play well, so they got more rations, more food, more mm -hmm. more security. Um, so I'm glad to hear that the thing is that the multiplayer mode is still coming down the line. Yeah, it sounds like, well, they didn't confirm it's coming down the line. They said they're working on something. They're working on something. But again, like, whether it's standalone or not. Yeah. But Destiny, the thing that surprised me the most was they, they, put, they had to actually put out a statement, right? Because the game's release date was announced last week with no mention of multiplayer. And there was an overwhelming response online being like, where's the multiplayer? Why haven't we heard anything about the multiplayer? <laughs> so Naughty Dog had to come forward and say, hey, it won't be part of the base game. It might be a standalone. It might come later. Might and be another game. Who knows? It might be another game, but so but they addressed it, <clears throat> and again, still the from what I've read, and again, maybe Twitter isn't the best ecosphere to kind of get this, but a lot of people were like, "What the fuck? Why is there no multiplayer?" Even though the studio was like, "We're working on something. It'll come later." Do you think gamers are getting too entitled? I definitely think that. <laughs> The gaming community is pretty toxic. Okay. I think it's really toxic. I mean, there's tons of incidents we could go into on another podcast about how toxic it is. The yes. fact that they feel entitled to something that people have poured their blood, sweat, and tears into um, is bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, play what you get. Unless you're getting hired to do it, you don't know the difficulty, you don't know the man hours, you don't know how much it takes to make these things happen, you don't know if they tried to do it and there were too many bugs and they felt that it would be better just to do it standalone. The fact that they even responded is nice. Because right. they didn't have to. That shows a lot of, a level of transparency and honesty that a lot of game companies don't, don't have. Don't do. Well, especially a game studio with the pedigree of Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. They could have very obviously said, it's not coming. We're not doing it this time. We're sorry. Yeah. But, but they could have just not they, said shit. Yeah. But yeah. they even said, we're working on something. Yeah. It's coming. We don't want to abandon this style of multiplayer, but whether they want to flesh it out more or whether they want the standalone game to shine, because yeah. again, it's The Last of Us. It's a game that deserves the space to breathe. For the like, for me, I read it. I was like, "That's fucking awesome, mm -hmm. right?" Like, I'm glad that it's still coming down the line. I still yeah. have plenty of games to play in the first quarter of next yeah. year, anyway. But to see the response be so overwhelmingly negative and again it's twitter so you know the, no the but you have those the, people you, know, you just the, have those people who will get upset you will yeah. there's a, you can't please everybody all the time like i know that's cliche but that's exactly yeah. what this scenario is like they're trying to like be like hey we we'll, we're working on something and that's still not fucking good enough for these people yeah. fuck them yeah and like the like i said if this means that the 
the multiplayer is more fleshed out, if there's more to do, if there's if it's kind of built around more of the mechanics of what The Last of Us 2 seems to be doing, that's fantastic, and I wish Naughty Dog all the best, and I hope we see it soon, but... The thing is, they're probably still going to fucking buy the game. 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to bitch about it. They're going to bitch about it, but they're still going to buy it, because they know it's a good fucking game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to our other news story, the only other one that we're going to talk about this um, this week, is PlayStation Now is now cheaper. This comes from the PlayStation blog itself. So uh, PlayStation Now has been around for quite a while now. It's PlayStation streaming service, and recently they're also download service, which probably comes because of the way that Xbox has been handling things. But essentially, they're giving it a big old price cut. So from what used to be $19.99 a month, $44.99 quarterly and 99.99 a year yeah. in the states mm-hmm. has been cut to 9.99 a month, 24.99 a quarter and 59.99 yearly. So that's almost a 50% drop. Um Darren, as someone who is an avid gamer and someone who loves to spend time on especially older games, does this price cut do anything for you? Uh for me personally, no. Why do you say that? Because I'm already paying for PlayStation Plus. I don't want to pay for another subscription on top of it. And I just don't have... Um, I mean, here, where I'm living now, I have the internet uh, capabilities where streaming would not be an issue. And I do understand that the PS3 games for the PS4 generation, from a technical limitation, streaming is the only option possible well, because the PS4 and PS2 games have a download option. Yes. Um, and I'm very happy that there is some level of backwards compatibility, but I, it is still not holding a candle to the way Microsoft has done backwards compatibility in games and Games Pass. Uh, games Pass, I wish I didn't have to turn off my phone for emergency alerts because I would have looked up the price difference. I'll check it out. Uh, there's, uh, there is a price point for Xbox Live, where you can buy both Xbox Live and Game Pass built into one subscription. Uh, so you get both their, like, Microsoft streaming service, that's like their Netflix. Which you can plus, download for. Which you can download for, plus the access to multiplayer. And with the Game Pass and their backwards compatibility, if you have an Xbox 360 disc for their compatible games, you can put the disc in your system, and the console can't play it, but what it can do is it can tell, oh, you have the disc for this game. You own this game. I will give you a free download for the downloadable version of that Xbox 360 game. Where Sony, That's dope. Where Sony is still charging me to play games that I already own. Right. And I am not happy with that. I yeah. find that really weird because I remember PlayStation was the first to actually do backwards compatibility with the PlayStation 2. two. Yeah. yeah. PS3 could play PS2 and PS1 games. Yeah. PS2 could play PS1 as well. Yes. Like, that PS2 was, like, that was, was the PS1. first one. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. So, like, what the fuck happened? Well, the, ex- the architecture in the PS3 happened. Yeah. They just basically. They, yeah. they designed a really, really hard to develop for PS3. The PS3... Okay, but why didn't they fix that in PS4? They did. Oh, but okay. because of the... Well, again, this it's is... It's not compatible. Because because okay. of the hardware that they use and the way that they wrote code and like on and burned it onto the disc, you cannot... like Putting a PS3 and a PS4, the PS4 no. can't read it properly. There, there's, two mm-hmm. way, there's two ways that the PS4 could play PS3 games. Uh, one is to have an emulator 
of the PS3 built okay, into the yeah, console, yeah. Okay. which based on the way the PS3 was built is exceedingly complicated and resource heavy. And resource heavy. Too resource heavy for the PS4 strength. You so would need a stronger. Worth it. Yeah. Or you put a PS a, what the Nintendo did for the Wii is they put a little GameCube inside the Wii, and that's why the Wii could play GameCube games, because there's actually a GameCube in the Wii. That's fucking dope. And so you I could put a PS3 in the PS4, but that would be too expensive. It'd be too expensive for the for the user base that would actually use it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's why Microsoft has the ability where the Xbox One has a similar architecture to the Xbox 360, so they can be like, here, we know you own this game. Here's the disc. That would be smart. So what yeah. they could do is they could say, here is... You put your PS3 disc in, because it's a Blu-ray, they can read it. They can right. say, oh, you own this game. Here's a, uh, a an edited PlayStation Now subscription to allow you to only stream this one game. They should do that. I'm really curious as to how that would work. I, I agree with you. I think the way that Xbox has handled um, the streaming service and the backwards compatibility is way better because the Xbox streaming service is essentially... So to answer your question, Darren, mm -hmm. if you were to get Xbox Live Gold and mm -hmm. Game Pass together in a single monthly charge, mm -hmm. it'd be 15 US dollars a month. That is... I'd be willing to pay that. 15. Now, granted, I don't think that PlayStation Now mm -hmm. price structure would be very different if you were to do both of them. Okay. Because, right. because if you have 99 US a month... And the PlayStation Plus subscription, I think, is sixty bucks a yeah. year. Yeah, it probably works out to the same thing. It probably works out to, but but again, it's still the it's yeah, still yeah. the additional sticker shock of having a second yeah. thing that you have to subscribe. And for. the uh, games that are available for Game Pass are at a much more recent. Uh, they're more recent games than the games that are available for PlayStation Now. Um, PlayStation Now can offer some more AAA recent titles, but they're doing it on like a rotation. So Destiny, do you think that you'd get into Xbox Game Pass because it actually is on PC as well? Yeah, that's the other thing. You can actually, you can get actually PC play without an Xbox. Yeah, you don't need Xbox. You can play Xbox. Maybe on PC. I mean I have the controller for it. It would just be like, are there any games that I want to play? Yeah, you yeah. have to look at the list of available games. Which is what like PlayStation Now is trying to do now as well because they've added God of War, Grand Theft Auto Five, Infamous Second Son, and Uncharted Four to kind of try to yeah. sweeten the spot, the sweeten right. the pot. The biggest thing that bugs me about this, though, is that the games are only available from October until January. Yeah, and then they could disappear. And then they disappear again. So, what do you like, mean they disappear? They'll be taken off the service. Like like how Netflix Wait, like, takes off movies. Yeah. Okay, so you're only playing it for that time, and then if you don't finish the game, you're just... Those off. four yeah. games, yes. Those four games. Yeah. They'll be adding, apparently, more marquee titles. And the cool thing about what Xbox is doing is that their brand new first-party games launch day and date on Xbox Game Pass. So you don't even have to go buy the new Halo. It's already there on the streaming service for you. So you get you. a chance to try it out. And then yeah, if you yeah. like it, it's you a can full go game. It's a full it's game. It's a full game. Oh, okay. But think, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if yeah. you do want to buy the game, because you said it disappears, right? On PlayStation Now. On PlayStation, on now. PlayStation now. Yeah, on Microsoft it stays. Yeah. For oh. the most part. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you're playing how much a month? 15 bucks a month if you want to have online and the Game Pass together. But like, so for example, I just signed up for Game Pass mm -hmm. for three months for a dollar. Really? On my PC, a they have they had they had a special. Wow, oh. for a dollar for three months. A dollar each month. Sorry, like, uh, to, dollar to, to for a dollar a month. That's yeah. still that's amazing, nice. and you get access yeah. to all. Yeah, you, their but games. you didn't tell anybody. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't tell us. 
My laptop can't run it. Yeah, mine can. Yours could probably run it. It's it, a gaming it, laptop. Yeah, it might still. It might that deal might still be going. Like I haven't really touched it, but like I was kind of like for a dollar. I need I'm you do... to be that gaming buddy and I'm just let us know We could day. play some Sea of Thieves. We could play some Sea of we Thieves because that'd be fucking dope. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see how this kind of stop it continues to grow over the course of the next years because I kind of really do think this whole Netflix of gaming thing is coming more and more. Xbox yeah. is already there. Yeah, uh, Netflix should just start doing their own thing. I mean, like oh, that'd be dope if Netflix like started their own gaming, the stream gaming, and like throw games in there. And for, yeah, and then like well, actually produce games because they produce some of the best, like and like produce games based off of some of the fucking series and movies that they've done. Well, that's they're, a whole other they're thing. starting to kind of dip their toes into it with stuff like Minecraft Story Mode and stuff like. Oh my god! Which I is- should have said I I played. I'm sorry. Yeah, which is on which is on Netflix. Right? I know. Like you, and when you you use, but your... it's weird. Like it was on Netflix, and then like part of it was off of it. Like I played the whole thing through, and then now it only has like one episode. I'm very confused. Maybe they took something off. Um, is because that was Telltale that mm-hmm. they had issues with. But um, yeah, like I'm curious to see how kind of this streaming future will evolve, yeah, and especially I... as long as they keep giving you the option to download the games, I think yeah they're moving in a step in the right direction. But we want to see. I want to see what the PS5 does. And I hope yeah. it does something better because I'm not Me satisfied. Too. Me too. I really hope that the PlayStation and I hope this PlayStation Now price drop is kind of an indicator of what's what's to come. Yeah. Xbox lost badly in terms of sales this, yeah, this generation compared to the PS4. They're, they're in the losers bracket right now, so they're trying to do all the goodwill they can. To, exactly. To, I wonder to, what's going to happen to just like game stores, like GameStop and stuff. The more that we get into, they're their, dying. Yeah. yeah. They're, their their yeah. shares have dropped. Well, yeah, because now we're making everything downloadable. Which is, and you can just buy a game at Walmart, too. You don't have to go to a well, game. Well, it's, yeah. it's also just the fact that, like, PlayStation just recently, I think, like, last week, you can actually buy games and consoles directly from the PlayStation website now, like physical things, really? which they weren't available before. Wow. So you can now actually buy your PlayStation. If you want to avoid going to something like a Best Buy or a Walmart, you can oh buy it God. directly through the PlayStation website. So GameStop's going to be like Blockbuster well, in like a couple of years. It's it's interesting because what they're doing now and what I've started to see pop up, pop up online is they're actually changing the way that a lot of the stores operate. There's a new pilot store that opened up that like the first half of the store is traditional GameSpot. You can go in and buy games. Mm. The entire back half is almost like a gaming lounge. They had TV set up with old consoles and a bunch of games. Oh, okay. It's almost like a video game cafe. Kind of like how they have here. Yeah, so you can go in and like chill at, That's what at they're gonna TVs have to and, and play yeah. older games. And like... It's more of like a cafe, quote unquote. I didn't see anywhere to buy anything like drinks and stuff, but like uh, that's kind of the idea. It's more of like a lounge space for you yeah, to play games to with your friends. That, that sounds like a good direction. I to think go, that actually. would make sense. Like GameStop, like where you stop for gaming, <laughs> not <laughs> just made... to go buy a game, but Seriously, where you though, literally stop, stop and play to game. game. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen. I wonder if they'll do that thing that like. Well, I mean, I know a lot of games are downloadable now, but you remember like when Netflix first came out, they you would actually get the the movie From, and then yeah, you would yeah. return it. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's a rental I was service. Wondering. Yeah. And then yeah. if you didn't return it, you just didn't return it <laughs> and you had it. to pay it. Well there's a lot of there there are services that do that already in the States of Canada. Mm-hmm. I was subscribed to one for a little bit where you could just put it. Worth in. it? It was. was Honestly, it, it was. was. Gamefly or something? I wasn't Gamefly. It was a different service. It was a Canadian service because okay. Gamefly is American. Uh, okay. Um, but it was great. Like, you'd have, like, all your... You'd essentially create a most wanted list, and they send them to you based on availability. Okay. So, like, they'd kind of go down your list, and whatever is the first game that they had available for you, they send it to you. And then when you sent it back... That's cool. They give you shipping cool. and everything, and then they'd, they'd hit the next game that was available on That's your cool. list. Cool. Um, 
so I'm curious to see how these kind of services will evolve because they need to. GameSpot really, really needs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, GameStop, not GameSpot, sorry. The spot <laughs> the where you game names. and stop. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how they'll, how they'll kind of change because if PlayStation 5 gets on board and if we start seeing new exclusive day and date on a PlayStation streaming service, I'd subscribe for that day fucking one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest, for me, the biggest draw of Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So we're going to, because we've actually been running for quite a while already, we're not going to really do a full main segment. We spent quite a bit talking about kind words, and I think Which I think was a good conversation. I think it that's, was. I, think that's I mean, important. that's yeah. what we're uh, here for. And we'll also dig into it a little more next week once Destiny and Darren get a yes. bit of a opportunity to go for it. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do now is a new segment called Shitty Summaries. Um, and what that's what we're calling it for now at least and essentially what this segment is going to be is we're going to each take a turn and I'm going to put one minute on the clock and we're going to give a really shitty summary of a game and we're going to take turns trying to guess what we're talking about mm-hmm. so who wants to go first I will go first okay. so okay. Destiny I'm going to put one minute on the clock and we're going to, you're going to give us a shitty summary of a game. Avoid using stuff like names and actual names of locations, people, whatever. And we're going to see if we can figure out what game okay. you're thinking of. Okay. Okay? So I'm going to put one minute on the clock, a one minute timer, and we're going to start in three, two, one, go. Okay, so basically, you're this this guy, and you're just living this normal life. You're just, like, minding your own business. And one day, some shit goes down. It doesn't even really have anything to do with you, but it turns out that you're the only person who can do the job to save the person who needs to be saved. Shit. <laughs> That's so big! Go um, on. it's a shitty summary! Don't interrupt. Go, go. So, then like, you're on your way, and this other guy, he's like, connected to you somehow, I'm not gonna say, and he's like, look, yo, there's this chick that needs to be saved, and we need your help. I can't do it anymore, so take this. 20 seconds. Go forth and go save this chick. Basically, you go through a whole bunch of shit. You die, and you, you come back, and then you go into the past, and you're in the future as well, and you're in the present, and then and then you fight the guy, and you kill him, and then you save the motherfucking princess with lots of added things in, in between. <laughs> There's a time. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, there's some time travel. I think I got this. You go first, then, because I don't got this. I was going to say Prince of Persia. Ooh. Ooh. Shit, now you're making me uncomfortable with my guess. I think it's a, one of the Zeldas. Because the back and forth, saving the princess, past, future... You know Zelda better than I do, so I don't know which one specifically, but is there one of the Zeldas that fits that mold more so than others? Technically, yes. What do you mean technically? I mean, you can save a princess in a lot of different Yeah, actually, games. yeah. No, no, it does. Yeah, there is. Yeah, A Link to the Past. You think it's A Link to the Past? Yeah. Is that our answer? Okay, we'll go Link to the Past. We'll go Link to the Past. Yeah! Yeah! Okay. Nice. That oh, was a man. good summary. That was that a great summary. summary. You had me in the first half. I was like, where the fuck <laughs> are we going with this? All right, Darren. Okay. You ready for your shitty summary? Yeah. Okay. I'm not Head us in three, two, one, go. I don't even think I'm going to need the full minute. Ooh. So Shit. basically, you're a little kid. Yeah. And you're super happy, yeah. except then, 
all of a sudden, what you have to do is you have to fucking go to the kid zone of the universe uh -huh. to beat up some weird creatures uh -huh. to save your emo friend. Uh -huh. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't know. You go to the kid zone to the you go to the kid zone of the universe to fight creatures to save your friend. But there's a lot of games like that. There's, what the fuck? There's Mick Kids where it was based off of McDonald's Kids, and they go to the kid zone and they. Fight so creatures. okay, fine. I could give you a little bit more. Okay. So you're super ha super happy. You like your home, but you also don't really like your home. So you want to leave. Mm -hmm. Turns out, be careful what you wish for because your home dies, and so you have to what. Because, so then you have to go to all these places that are super, super friendly, a little too kid-friendly. Is it Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts! It is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Such a bitch. What, what are you... Kid Zone of the entire town? Kid Zone! The Disney movies. Yeah, but you, nobody calls it a Kid Zone. That's what's a shitty that's summary. What, that's what threw me off. Well, think about it. You're going to all these, like... Kids area. Yeah, but you said kids. kids zone, and we have a kids zone back home, which was like a play place. Yeah, but the kids zone of the whatever, man. You you know what I mean, though. The happiest place on earth. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, you that go, was uh, that you, was good. To, to I had save, no to save your emo friend. But she wasn't emo. Riku. Riku was emo as fuck. Okay, but the other you you're saving. I thought in the first Kyrie. one you're saving Kyrie. Oh, yeah, but you're also trying to save Riku. I mean, like, but I feel like you're really trying to save Kyrie. You're. But and then Rico is just a side character who you, you also you, save because he also you, lived on the same island as you. You say you want to save Kyrie, but a lot of the motivation of the game actually comes from finding Riku more than finding Kyrie. Really? Yeah. Because you wanted to save him or because you want to know what the fuck happened to him? Well, because he goes to the dark side with Maleficent and everything like that, and you're trying to like turn him back to the light. Because deep down, uh -huh. I know without a doubt uh -huh. that Kingdom Hearts yeah. is light. Okay. <laughs> all right your okay. turn <laughs> okay all right i'm gonna give i'm gonna give destiny the timer okay on your mark get set go okay imagine feeling nothing and then all of a sudden you open your eyes <laughs> and, and reality greets you you feel cold you don't know why and there's an old man standing in front of you talking to you you have to go out into the world. Persona something. And go through very many different places, fight enemies, and then what you're expected to do, what this old man tells you to do, is to take someone down and steal a piece of them and make it a part of you. Persona? You're meant to just rip parts of other people. What kind of fucking game And is make this? them part of you. What? And you go through because it turns out that the old man that you're fighting with... Is you! Is... No. Oh. It's, it's... You're going up against his old partner who stole a bunch of things from the lab that they used to work in together. And oh, you're tasked... Oh, 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 no. Oh. And you're tasked and going... Oh, stop. Sorry. Oh, no! I have no idea. Stop! Stop! Okay. I have... <laughs> no... I don't know Earthly what idea. Is. What is it? I do, wait a minute. No, let's think okay. about this. Okay, okay so let him think about it because I have no idea. An old man who tells you, you, so you don't exist, and then you exist, and then... So are you like a robot? Are you like Mega Man? Yes. Ah! <laughs> yes. yes. I'm so sorry. I screamed into the 
Oh man, oh, you're shit. I'm glad you guessed it because yes. I was not gonna yes. guess it. Oh, and my I was God. like, wait a minute, you didn't only because you were re-saying it, and I yeah. was like, you didn't exist so like somebody made you. Like a so robot. Like, That's why, like a fighting robot. Oh my Everything God. felt cold. Everything felt clean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on that shit. Right? But and you have to good. tear out pieces of other people, people and that, make them Yeah, it all made sense and after I said and like, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I'm glad we went on that walk together. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, so that is our first round of shitty summaries. We'll pull this segment back in once or twice um, when uh, when we can fool Destiny into doing Lover or Fighter. We'll do that, too. Uh, <laughs> also, I think that you guys should, like, pause it and see if you can try to guess what game we're talking about before you actually hear the answer. And then tell us if you got it right. A little bit late for that suggestion. <laughs> no, because right before, right when we hit the timer, they can pause it and try to figure out if they got... Yeah, but we for are the next time. For the next time. For the next time. Shut your face. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode six of the Burnout Brighter podcast. Thank you again so much for tuning in. If you're with us this long, if we're if we've been going for a month and a half now, six episodes, and I'm really really proud of how much we've grown yeah. and where we've gotten to. What are to. you doing? What are you doing? Darren is just you whipping his do- head back. <laughs> <laughs> Darren just smoked his head <laughs> off of the laptop. That was incredible. You're so stupid. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Chantel. Play Music, Chantel, and other places uh, all around the internet. If you do like what you listen to, please like it, subscribe, share it, tell your friends. And if you have any suggestions for a topic or something that you want us to talk about or a game idea, please send it to burnoutbreader7 at gmail.com. That's right. We're going to start taking submissions from anyone listening. Oh, my God, Or, yes. or add us at, on Twitter or Instagram. Add us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, where you, you can Facebook? find us. On, on Facebook. We will be on Facebook today. Yep. Let's do that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if you can please... Check us out where you can get, keep updated with our ridiculousness. You can find us on Instagram at BurnoutBrighter7 as well. Same thing with Twitter. Then they can see what we look like. Or yeah. send a raven. Or send a raven. Um, again, thank you so, so much. We really, really appreciate all the support, guys. Uh, Darren, say bye. Bye-bye. Destiny, say bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks again. Oh, my God. I have to pee so bad. Keeping that in. No! <laughs> Beans and cornbread had a fight. Beans not cornbread out of sight. Cornbread said that it's alright. Meet me on the corner tomorrow night. It's a real song. Yes. <laughs>